Welcome to the Neighborhood Church Podcast. We are so thankful that you are listening in. The Neighborhood Church is all about helping people find and follow Jesus. We hope that through these podcasts you are encouraged, that you're inspired, and that you're provided with practical wisdom on how to find and follow Jesus. We hope that you enjoy today's podcast. this sound, but if you're a Christian, if you're a follower of Christ, if you've really been born again, if you love the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, you love the voice of the Spirit, you're listening to the Spirit's voice in your life, if you've had an encounter with God, if you believe in a real hell and a real heaven, you've heard this sound. Before you were a Christian, it wasn't quite that steady. It wasn't quite that simple. It was a confused sound. It was a sound that had you chasing all kinds of things. One day you're chasing a better job, and you get the better job, and you find no satisfaction in that, so you say the secret must be in family life, so you start to make family life a priority, and you don't find satisfaction there, so you turn to booze and alcohol and drugs and all kinds of addictions. Nothing seems to satisfy. But when you become a Christian, you hear a different sound. It's the heartbeat of God. And it says, souls, 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 souls. Souls. John chapter 3 and verse number 16, if one of the ushers can come and just move the monitor out, says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but shall have everlasting life. The heart of God is for us to have everlasting life. We read in 2 Peter that uh, God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. The heart of God is for everybody. The heart of God is for everybody to know him, and that none should perish. God's heart is souls, 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 souls. It's not popular today to talk about the fact that when you die outside of Christ, you perish. But that's truth, that's reality. But God's heart is for everyone to be rescued. Your friends, your family, your neighbors who are outside of Christ, 
God's heart is big towards them. God's heart is that they would come to a knowledge of Jesus Christ. God's heart is for souls. 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 really a Christian, you understand his passion. You want to be wise? You want to be known as wise? Well, uh, Proverbs 11.30 tells us who the wise person is. The wise person is he who wins souls. The person who wins souls is, is wise. Where does wisdom come? It comes from knowing knowing him. Daniel tells us that it's not being a politician that makes you famous, and it's not being some big sports figure that makes you famous, but, but the person whose light will shine as the multitude of the stars for eternity is the person who wins souls. And James tells us in chapter 1 and verse number 20, whoever turns a sinner from the error of his way will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. It's the heartbeat of God. The heartbeat of God says souls, souls, souls. That's why God sent his son. God sent his son for souls. And that's why God sent the Holy Spirit we read in Acts chapter 1 and verse number 8, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and even to the uttermost parts of the earth. God sent his son for souls and God sent the Holy Spirit for souls. And friends, when you receive the Holy Spirit in your heart, in your life, you receive a heart transplant. Your heart isn't going like this anymore all over the place, chasing this and chasing that. Your heart becomes a heart that focuses on God's passion, which is souls, 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 souls. All you got when you received an experience with the Holy Spirit is, is some new language, some tongues. You need to go in for another dunk. I tell you, when the Holy Spirit has got control of your life, evangelism pumps through our veins. God didn't give you the Holy Spirit so you can say wise things at church committee meetings. God did not give you the Holy Spirit so you can help lead worship really, really well. God gave us the Holy Spirit because God's passion, my friends, is souls. 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 God's not willing that any should perish. Started out as a very ordinary night at the church I attended in Edmonton, Alberta. Sunday evening, songs were being sung, people were praising Jesus, and 
a man came up and tapped the pastor on the shoulder. And the pastor turned white. And then he whispered to the pastor who was sitting beside him, who happened to be his son-in-law, and son-in-law turned white. Their son in late teens decided he'd had enough church that way today. He didn't need to go to church on Sunday night and major intersection in North Edmonton was involved in a car accident and died on the scene. No guarantees. No guarantees in life. One of the hardest days of my life was when a good friend of one of my sons was killed after a football practice and after eating with the team at Boston Pizza and broadsided by a train on Ring Road in Regina, telling my sons that their very good friend had lost his life. Friends, we tend to think we're going to be around forever and we tend to take things lightly that should be taken seriously. And we read in 2 Corinthians 6 and verse 2 that now is the accepted time. Behold, this is the day of salvation. Now, my friends, is the time to make sure you're in a right relationship with God. But friends, now is the time for the church to arise and in a fresh way hear the heart beat of God that says souls, 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 souls. None of us are guaranteed next week None of us are guaranteed next month. None of us are guaranteed next year. God's heart baits. God sent his son because he's concerned about souls. God sent the Holy Spirit because he's concerned about souls. And God sends us, God sends the church into the world because he's concerned about souls. Mark 16, verses 15 and 16, he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. He who has believed and has been baptized shall be saved, but he who has disbelief shall be condemned. The goal, the ministry, the mandate of the church is to go into the world and preach the gospel. And why do we need to do that? Because the heartbeat of God is souls. The heartbeat of God is souls. The world is in a mess. 
people murder for fun. Increase in mass shootings, and friends, mass shootings are not just taking place south of the 49th. There's intolerance towards one another. There's the pursuit of pleasure, the ignoring and ignorance of God. We've gotten away from the heartbeat of God and we debate about all kinds of things like whether Jesus is coming back at the beginning or the middle or the end when the scripture says we don't know when he's coming back and we debate it still. We debate and replace debating for the passion of God's heart, which is our friends that don't yet know Christ and our family members that are not living close to him and our neighbors who need to know Jesus. John chapter 4 and verse 35, church, hear me tonight. We ought not to be saying there's still four months and then comes the harvest. Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields. They are white and ready for harvest. Now, my friends, is the time. Now, my friends, is the time for us to have our eyes on the harvest field. Matthew 9, 38, beseech the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. When is the last time you were on your knees or you were on a prayer meeting when we were crying out to God for the harvest field and for harvesters? We need to hear the heartbeat of God again. Souls, 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 souls. Our culture is in crisis. There's a great emphasis, you can, you can Google it. There's a great emphasis on learning to say no. But the real problem, friends, is we haven't learned how to say yes. Because we haven't learned how to say yes to the right things. We haven't learned how to say yes to the important things. We haven't learned how to say yes to the priorities of God. We end up going all over the place and chasing all kinds of things that will never bring you joy. We need to say yes. To God, the slow, steady, unchanging passion of God for souls. Everybody here tonight falls into one of two categories. You need to make a decisive decision to, to say yes to God and believe in him and give him your life. 
Or maybe you've already made that decision. I'm sure most of us have. We need to make a decisive decision to ask God to give us his passion afresh and for us to see people as he sees them. People who need to give their lives to him. John chapter 3 and verse 16. We go back to where I started. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but shall have eternal life. Let me ask you a few questions about this verse. Who is this verse about? This verse is about God. God. There is a God. God is real. This verse is about God, and what does God do? God loves. God loves. God loves. He breathes a passion for everyone. God loves. What does God love? God loves the world. That's you. That's me. That's your family. It's the people you work with. It's the people you live beside. God loves the world. What did God do to show his love? Well, he gave his only son. He gave his only son for you. He gave his only son for me. And what must we do in return? We need to believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And that's important, friends, for me to spend a bit of time on. It's not cognitively saying, yeah, Jesus is the Son of God. It's believing that Jesus is the Son of God. And if he's God... What he says is true, and we need to respond to him and respect him and make him Lord. And what is our reward if we respond as we should and believe that he is God? Our reward is eternal life. And it's the most important question any person answers in their life. And that is, do you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God? Oh, yeah, 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 I learned that in Sunday school. No, do you believe that he is the Son of God? Do you believe he is God in flesh amongst us who came to be your Savior? 
do you believe? Have you made him a master? Have you made him Lord? Does he control your life? Do you believe? The reward is eternal life. And the consequences of ignoring that is where we started. You don't believe, you perish. You're here tonight, do you believe? Do you believe? Is Jesus Lord of your life, do you believe? We are so thankful that you've listened in to the Neighborhood Church Podcast. If you have questions or comments about what you've heard, we would love to hear from you. Go to the podcast description and follow the link to get in touch with us. Everything we do would not be possible without your generosity. If you would like to give, check out that same link in the podcast description. If you have enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe and share it with your friends. Thank you again for listening. God bless you.